Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. Hello, welcome to No Holds Barred, episode two. Got Ian to my right, or your left, and Martin, as always, the sandwich in between us. How are we, fellas? Hello, all good. As I say, all the better for that the amazing TV show host <laughs> performance there. Hello, good evening, welcome. Like professional. <laughs> Gotta be professional. <laughs> you know what? You could just say hi and welcome to the show. No, no you went on no, a little no. bit of a mini rant there. Gotta big it up. Come on. You've never been able to big it up. Well, you never know. Yeah. We might go global, and you'll have to start saying hello in like German and French. Exactly. And so I'm getting prepared and... now. Getting prepared now. So is this where we'll have to start speaking foreign languages? I can just about speak English. Well, you've got That's the Japanese. So I've got gibberish. Martin's bilingual. He'll lick anything. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, not anymore. Maybe not. <laughs> Maybe okay. Not anymore. And and now we're off the air. Go on. And scene. <laughs> <laughs> right. Today we are going to be talking about body image and eating disorders. But I'm going to throw this one out to Ian first, so he's going to go ahead. <laughs> He's I like the way you say a... body image and eating body image and eating <laughs> disorders and problems. It's Ian. Yeah, he's got the body image problem. He's fine. No, tonight we're going to talk about how the likes of eating disorders of. I think it's kind of weird because I think they've always been around within the male and men's gender, but not as open or recognised. Because when you think of bulimia and anorexia, you kind of think of it, sorry, put in this way, like a female problem, or it was it's more seen that way. I think you've got prime ones like Karen Carpenter and the hell she went through. So when you think of eating disorders, you don't necessarily think of it affecting men. Not Not until, I'd say, I've only heard of it the last... 10 15 years where you do start seeing more boys and men getting more conscious about the way they look the way they appear to the opposite sex or the same sex or anyone to be fair um i think it's i think a lot of it's got to do with the media and how people are portrayed for advertising i think a lot of it comes down to the advertising where you are shown that this product is for a man with chiseled abs big muscles you never see the average joe like any of us three in that category you never see that advertising thrown that well, way well dad bods are in at the minute they are they are so we would all be fine dad bod. I don't want to, i'm not a fucking dad bod <laughs> <laughs> What is a dad bot anyway? It's just basically, you know, it's just a bit of older fellas, you know, put a bit of beef on. That's all. Got a little bit of a rounder belly, you know, they'll give up the six pack for a beer belly. Dad bot? I've never actually give up the six pack because I never actually had one. I've just kind of got the round belly now. No, it's hidden within the insulation. Yeah, it's a thick shirt. Thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, the media portraying people in a certain light, it's been around since 
probably advertising started. It has, but you do, you see it more prominently now because of social media. So, you, like wherever you turn, you, you you see a picture on Instagram of a, someone at the beach. You see a picture on Facebook of people going for a jog and looking fit and healthy and all that stuff. So it does exactly. play on your mind, especially if you're not of that, you know, athleticism. If you're not a person who runs or is fit and you you don't exercise it it can put it in your head of well you're only good in this world if you look that way that's how i see it because that's how i've felt in the past you're only you're only seen to be successful if you have this perfect body or if you have this perfect body it gets you money and wealth and people and everything around you that's how it's being shown to be portrayed. In my opinion, that's how I saw it as a kid growing up. Do you know what? You never ever see any of these influencers on social media. You never see any of them. They're, they don't look average at all, do they? They're all like no, proper, no. proper models and they've all got, you know, doing the workouts three times a day and they've got the chiseled abs and the pecs out there and they're all, oh, look at me and my lovely life and they're all bouncing around Dubai or wherever. Look, and it's... It's all fucking fake. It's all bullshit. I mean, it's kind of weird. I've never, I've never looked at an influencer or so-called whatever they are and thought that's a lifestyle I'd like to go for. Because most of the time, I look at them and go to be thinking, "Oh, fuck off." Yeah, but <laughs> if you just... think, no, no offense for your age, for your age group, they're not really. Yeah, be careful. My age, you're not their demographic for like, like people like fifty plus. You're not their demographic. They're not aiming for you. No, they're aiming for you younger. No, yeah, yeah. The, like my the age 20s. or younger. Because yeah, the, the more the people in the twenties yeah, and the more you know, younger people, people that they are, the more they will get their picture shared or video shared or opinion shared. That's how they get it. Because they're not really I mean, going to look for you. I mean, like, I kind of feel sorry for the, that age group then. Because yeah, they are online. This is the way mm. you should be, and this is the way you look. And then doesn't that come under the likes of body shaming and stuff like that? Yeah. yeah. And you know what? And you know, in the gay community, and now I can I'm speaking from like past experiences when I was single and stuff, and being on apps and stuff. No, if you didn't have like a proper chiseled body, no one had messaged yet at all or anything, unless you like. Until I started to go in the gym and started like putting pictures up of like topless selfies or whatever. Up until then, nothing. It was very f- fucking fickle and very, you know, degrading type of thing. You'd feel like you were shit because you'd go to sleep and you'd leave it on and then you wake up and they'd be like, and the only people who'd message them like dirty old men. Because they, and they were the only people who you thought you could get because all the good looking ones would be go to the gym three times a day or whatever. They were all being shag happy. Not to say I wasn't a slut, because I was. <laughs> but... At least you admit it. Oh, God, yeah. Canal. I should have had a gum clinic named after me. <laughs> but that's another story. That's another night. That's another yeah. night. So have you, either of you, ever had that issue with your body where you do look at yourself and you think, I don't like something about it? I know we all go through it. Every yeah. day. Yeah. Course. every day is it because you don't like how you look or because you think people don't like how you look 
And you know to be what? honest with you, I'd say it's a combination of both. I'm not ho- happy with certain aspects of my body. And then I think um, I'm not attractive to others because I'm this way in this shape, if that makes sense. Yeah, mm. totally. I mean, I think I'm the same. I mean, most of the time, I don't give a flying fuck what people think of me because I really don't care. But, like, if I'm walking in the mirror and I'll see something that I'll wear and I go, oh, do you know what, I don't look good in that. And then I'll do a side profile shot where my belly's kind of sticking out and I go, I'm one fat fucker. And I'm not. <laughs> not and at then all. I go, oh, I'm, and then not. I'm going to go do my sit-ups. I'm going to go do my press-ups. I'm going to do... And I won't. I'll go downstairs and I'll have a big fat bar of chocolate. And then I'll park my ass on this couch and watch Netflix for about four hours and go, well, that was counterproductive, weren't it? But at least I'll have a nice full belly of chocolate. Do you think though sometimes where you, you think about oh I'll suddenly need to take it's like New Year's Eve, isn't it, where you'd have these resolutions, I'm gonna start exercising more. But I think with me sometimes it's cause it's not a quick process. You know, if you go to the gym and you can try and get healthy, it could be months before you start you start seeing any difference. Yeah. So you kind of lose interest because that it isn't that I think I think it's because really nowadays, especially in the way the world is, we're after like instant gratification. Things have got to be done and it's got to be done now. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I used to go to the gym three, four times a week. And then I just, I got bored. I really got bored. And you know what? I was starting to see results where I was quite happy looking at myself in the mirror, going, like even going to the beach and taking my top off. I felt comfortable where years ago I wouldn't have. And go like going on all day, and I was like, "Oh yeah, just walking down the beach in just the shortest pair of shorts I could have ever found." They were paired. They might as well just be fucking glued to me, fucking ass and me knob, because that's all they covered. <laughs> but I found we never escaped that the the legs were too short, and your knob might have been shown. I, I was that the look you were aiming for? It, it was Grand Canaria, so it was a gay beach, so I was quite happy to show it all off. <laughs> but. I was confident, and then I stopped going, and I just locked down. Fuck me! I put the I put the beef on my stomach. Mm. I look like an Ethiopian. Not slagging Ethiopian. I'm not slagging Ethiopians off, by the way. Let's put that claim disclaimer out there. But I do look. I have got my little podge belly. I look like a little Buddha. Nah, you're fine. But that's just me. That's my that's my confidence thing, and that's what we're talking about. Yeah, I mean the body image thing. I always had a problem with eating disorder. I can't really associate with because it's something I've never gone through personally. I mean, I've never gone through it. As I say, I think I tried to blame you, but I fucking hit me throat that much. I thought, fuck, I'm not doing that again. Yeah, don't do that. No. Sticking your that. fingers down your throat's not fucking good for anyone. I mean, no. but then again, back then I didn't have much of a gag reflex. I haven't got one now either, but there you go. Again, that's a different story. <laughs> it's probably a traitor, so we'll leave that one. <laughs> that'll, be one that'll be one for the late night sessions. <laughs> after nine Literally. o'clock, after the watershed, <laughs> Martin has no gag reflex. So, you know, I, in regards to body image, I can remember... 
maybe when I was seven, eight, first like really noticing how different I was to the other kids in school. Because I wasn't a, I wasn't a small child. I'm not going to lie, as you can clearly tell. I wasn't a small child, and it wasn't until I was 18, 19, 18, 19, where I actually did start changing. But like, I, I remember skipping PE for a whole year and going to other maths lessons just because people would comment on the hair on my back or everyone else was skinny and had started working out and stuff like that. And there was just me and my belly and it was just like, no. To the point where I did actually start skipping lessons because I didn't want to do it because I didn't want to be um, made fun of. I actually got my teacher to put me in extra maths, maths lessons for my PE lessons <laughs> for about a year. I suppose in a way you were kind of lucky that you had a sympathetic teacher to do that. Yeah, yeah. Because there could have been some that were, could have been just, just yeah. fucking get in there and get on with it. Mm. I mean, to be fair, Canal, I skip PE every, every other week because my PE teacher was a fucking pervert. Kept on thinking he was like, come out with a woody on half the time. Well, you really need to stop walking around naked. I mean, it's his own fault. <laughs> he did. He Hiding did right. out in the showers, I'm saying no more. <laughs> he did. He used to come out with a lob on. <laughs> Please, God, do not mention the school because we want to stay on here. <laughs> no, I won't. We not but need there any you go. No. no, not at all. How how young were the two of you when you first started like noticing your body in a way that you didn't like it? To be fair, uh, I reckon I was like early teens for me because I was like, I was a really, really skinny kid. Me cl- I was like a coat hanger. My clothes just hung off me. And I was never one of them ones who'd like go out and buy clothes that looked good. It was just you whatever you had in your closet, whether it was hand-me-down or what, and I'd just wear it. And fucking, it was baggy and I looked a fucking right state. And it was only when I started working and where I work, like, was around TV, and they were all, I'd say, all the male actors, they were all, not all of them, but, you know, they were all well-physique bodies, and they'd go to the gym three, four times a week, and they'd all have the nice clothes, and I think I wanted to emulate that a bit, you know, like, so I started noticing that my body wasn't like theirs, and... See, now that's... And I think that, that comes, and I think that comes with age, because as I got a little bit older, I was like, do you know what? I'm not fucking arsed anymore. Because mm. I, I, I always think when I look at some soaps, and I know you've worked closely with on one of them, mm. um, but even like, even like 10, 15 years ago, you look at the soaps and there was never, there was never someone of like my physique on there portrayed in a good light. They were always the comedy character. They were always the one who was always down on his luck or would never get anything in life or anything like that. Whereas like where you see, like you said, the ones who were toned and, you know, have a good body. Oh, they yeah, got they were all... all the spotlight and it was just like, well, no offense, not the whole world isn't like But that. I think that like that for me, I think that was all positive advertisement for the show. This is yeah, who we've got yeah, on, yeah. and it's all, and it all 
that's where the media side of things kick in because if they've got somebody good looking and talented, they're going to hone in on that and they're going to spotlight that person yeah. and spotlight that actress, that actor. And because, as I say, and then they've got to live up to that then and thinking, mm. shit, I'm in the limelight. I need to keep up with this this facade. I need to keep up with this physique. I need to keep up doing what I'm doing. And again, and the, it's like they're in a vicious circle. Because I was yeah, going to say, I mean, they pressure on them. Yeah, I mean, it's, to be fair, it'd be a good place to be in. Like, I wouldn't mind being a pound behind half of them in the bank. But... <laughs> I think it's, it's actually what we were talking about. I mean, to maintain that... Well, we were talking earlier on about film stars. You mentioned The Rock working out, like, five times a day. So he's so basically turned himself into he's his product. Yeah. So he is the product. Because he's got, like... He's got like five workouts a day. He's got five massive, me- massive meals. I've, I've remember seeing his um, diet, um, his intake for the day, and it's 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 like a, a ridiculous amount of calories. As far as like, if I remember right, it's kind of like eight to ten thousand calories a day. Jesus, can I help? It's high. Don't quote me on that. That I I can't remember from memory but it's a high amount of calories and i know and i know he's kind of worked his body into his brand because that's his selling point is his physique his and usp and his and to be yeah. fair his good, his good nature as well and his personality and him as a person but he's kind of taken his name of dwayne johnson to becoming the brand dwayne johnson but if you're working out five times a day, where the fuck do you get time to spend time with your family? And I mean proper quality time. Because if he's, if he's say, like, doing a workout between, at five o'clock, how long is he working out for? An hour, two hours a day? That takes him to seven o'clock. Then he see his kids for what? An hour before they have to go to school. Then they're in school for what? Six, eight hours a day. And they come home and he's still doing another fucking workout. You'd be like, mm. what the fuck? I'm sure he... That's, sure that's, that's a lot of dedication to yeah. your brand and keeping yourself up there. Because if he let himself go, we'll be tired and he'd probably get slagged off on the media, something mental. Yeah, something rock. Like Maybe fucking... The rock's so, away I and mean, the rock's now got a dad bod. But I think if you look at him, though, he, he is one of them men who is very driven as a person. So I th- I think he would work out, you know, fit all the time. I think looking at it, what I've seen on it and stuff like that, it is kind of well-balanced. Yeah, I don't think it's one of them where he neglects because you, you, from his just from his social medias, you do see him interacting with a lot of people and interacting with his family and his kids and his wife or girlfriends, well, whatever right. it is. I mean, the likes of stuff like that, I mean, that's all very well and true, but to get back on the subject of this um it i wouldn't know really how to notice if somebody has got an eating disorder no i mean apart from the weight loss um i'm not sure if anybody else can put comments in this if they've got friends who've gone through that what was it they noticed just so we can pass on to other people who maybe going through this type of thing I to help more, them uh, themselves. 
I think it's more of the signs of also like you need to look for people who are maybe avoiding situations around food, avoiding maybe going out for food or maybe look at what they're ordering compared to what maybe they mm. used to order. Because I'm, yeah, like, I'm only going from like the Hollyoaks storyline of Hannah from like 15 years ago where that, that character was like hiding food but yeah. would also binge food to then throw it up. So she'd get all the food, eat it all, and then throw it up afterwards because that I, I think it was that of she needed it, but then didn't need the weight, didn't want the weight. Which, no, I get it. I'd say, I mean, I'm only asking for it because I say it's not something I've went through personally. So if I say people can give us things they've noticed or if they've had friends who've gone it, what were the trigger signs for them? Because as you say, I don't I mean, know. I know it's like there on the Hollyoak stories, a lot of that stuff she'd have done privately, like you're saying the binge and the throwing up. No, I know. I'm just saying, but like some of it, some of them parts were interacting with other characters as well at the same time. Like obviously the binging wasn't, yeah. but the sign of people will be hiding food sometimes. So you know. If food is, is going missing in the house, where's it going? If you know, what like you find you in like films and stuff, you no, know, like the way you'd have like them teen dramas or whatever, and you always have like yeah. the bitchy girl or the you know, they're always talking about you know, going where like when they're being mean or throwing shade at like one of the going, oh, she's in the box throwing up. So even films that they're sort of like mm. making light of it, like to make it yeah. make a person funny or whatever. It's like, I do think, like, as I say, I do think media plays a big part in people feeling the way they do about their own bodies. Mm. Yeah, because I mean, it's, it's, like... it's a life threatening, obviously, it's a life threatening condition. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, as I say, I've never, I have never dealt with it myself personally, as I've, mm. I've never felt that way, where I've, I've hated, I mean, as I say, I have. Body image, body confidence issues, where I think yeah. every person does, but I've never gone to the point where, gone, no, I don't like myself, so I'm not going to eat. Yeah, never gone to that extreme. No, I've never gone to that extreme, and I feel, I mean, and it's horrible for people who have done that, and I mean, sympathies are with them. I mean, because I couldn't think of living like that. To be fair, thinking because you must be starving. And being, and I've, I mean, I know if I have an effort a couple of hours and I get the hunger pains, and I'm like, fucking hell, I can't wait to get in and have me tea. I mean, we're there literally fighting that edge. Because it's got to be mentally exhausting as well, isn't it? Where, like yeah. you say, you're fighting the food cravings and then you're binging and then you're feeling guilty over the binging. So you're throwing up, but then you're hungry again. So, I mean, that vicious circle must mentally destroy you. Exactly. I couldn't think of couldn't think of anything worse to be battling with yourself like that. Yeah, no, see mine's mine's different. Mine's not like bulimia or stuff like that, but mine's just like mentally. Um it's like my my I'm sorry, I hate talking about this. Uh, my food intake is literally just potato based. Main meals is potato based, it's either chips or on a Sunday, me, me treat to be roast potatoes. <laughs> um, Nothing wrong with that. 
I'm but, like that every single day. Yeah, but when you've done it for 20 odd years, when you've asked for help constantly and been rejected, and also been told that, quote unquote, you're not bad enough to have an eating disorder. See, this is where I think like the medical profession is fucking stupid. I mean, if you're yeah. going to if you're going to your doctor to ask for help, and they're saying, "Oh, you don't warrant it," then change your fucking doctor. I've been to dietitians who. Uh, let me give you a background to my intake first, because chips isn't just the only thing. So, like, like I said, chips and a chip bar will be my main meal every night without fail. Unless I've had something in the day that's filled me up. Sundays are roast potatoes. For me lunch, I'll have maybe a balm with cheese and ham and a packet of crisp. And maybe a bit of a yogurt. Uh, apart at least from, you're being healthy with the yogurt. Yeah. You've got <laughs> apart, a little bit of health in there. <laughs> apart from eating crap like chocolate and crisp and biscuits and cakes that's my intake of food i don't get any <laughs> fruit and veg no, i don't get any stuff. any essential oils or vitamins or anything i've got a vitamin b compl- uh, complex because I, I haven't got enough um and yet somehow my bloods are all fine from that um so like i've been to a doctor's a few times well not a few quite a lot um the first time i got referred to a dietitian <laughs> she told me i was a picky eater and i need to go and eat some food you know what so helpful you know what? That, was, that was her words and I, I was literally i was in the room for two minutes do you know what that sounds very similar to what i went through I mean, do you know what I get? I what all I eat every single day for me lunch, me tea, whatever. When I was like up until like the age of say eleven, brown sauce butties. That's what I used to eat. Do you know what? Don't knock it. Fucking gorgeous. I'll still eat oh, it now. I can't do brown. No, no brown sauce. No. Oh god, yeah. Fucking brown sauce butties. Brown sauce on everything, apart from a roast dinner, because that's just fucked up. I don't understand why people put ketchup on on roast dinners. The fucking weird. Of that. That's weird. That well, is probably where ketchup on the... Mint sauce. Mint sauce is fine. Now, ketchup yeah. on your roast dinner, you're fucking minging. Command a bit of mint sauce. <laughs> no, but there you go. But you know what? I did. And my mum and dad, I actually, I think, I think they remember taking me to a, a dietitian and they went, as long as I'm fucking eating, not, they weren't ass. No. Basically, what we're trying to put across on this video as well is that Despite these situations and the basic bollocks Paul Bernard's had to go through, if you are getting this or you, you've, if you're going through it personally or you know someone who is, try and get them help. Yeah, try definitely. And get help. If you're not happy with what your doctor's advice is, as Martin says, go to somebody else. Yeah, go get another opinion, certainly. I mean, because I say, I, ch- I want to change my doctor after life. What I told you last week about, you know, not really mm. understanding what I was going through and it was just sort of like, yeah, there's a letter. I mean, but I'm too fucking lazy. I really am. That's my downfall. I am so lazy. I think, fuck it. If I've got something <laughs> radically wrong, I'll go and speak to him again. But 
if I don't have to, I won't. That's my whole thing. I'm one lazy little bastard. And I think that's why I put on the weight. And it's, you know what? I'm not really asked. I'll, I'll have a fucking... I'll have a few rounds of toast for breakfast. Fuck me cereal. I haven't had that in about a year or two. I'll have a bacon butty, a sausage butty. I'll have a fucking ham bam at lunch. Then I'll have a fucking big bag of crisps. I'll have a few crisps. I'll have a few fucking bars of chocolate. Then I'll have me tea, which will probably be fucking chicken and chips or chicken and mash. And that's my diet. There's no fish. There's no fucking vegetables. There's no nuts. There's no fucking vitamins or minerals thrown in. See, now, do you know what? Listening to your diet is... I can I can feel the anxiety filling up in me. I can feel, like, the, the panic that... Like, if Same someone... If someone presented that to me and literally, do you know, like people try and force you to have something off the plate and like you yeah. need to have it. I either shut off or I end up crying. That's my out. That's my outburst. Because they way you're getting the anxiety from it. I'm just thinking, do you know what? I couldn't give a flying shite. No, that's but, my that's my thought process when it comes to that. But when you've had, because I know you said once you got to eleven, you kind of started changing. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, whereas I haven't, I've had that. That now with me is all mental. So I need to reset. Yeah, I know. I totally get where what? I totally get where you're coming from with that. And you know what? As I say, it's fucking horrible. And I said it last week. I think the fucking mind is one bastard. What it does to the person and what so you've got to battle with on a daily basis. I'll give you an example. We went to Germany seven years ago for the market to Christmas, okay? First night there, we went to a Chinese restaurant. Not like our Chinese restaurants where they do chips. No. So I was sat there with no food while other people were fussing over me, saying that we'll go somewhere else and we'll, um, we'll go and eat somewhere else, we'll find somewhere else. To this point, everyone else is starving. So am I. But... You know, I'm not asking them to move on just because I can't have something to eat. I remember sitting there as they're all picking the food, trying to hold back the tears because I was Oh, that. well, that's horrible. But that's what it's done. So I can, this, but that's what I mean. So I understand where yeah. you're coming from. I've never been in that position where I've thought, where I've put that much thought into what I'm eating. Yeah. I mean, okay, I look at my diet and think, you know what? In about 20 years' time, it's probably going to come back and bite me on my ass. And then, you know, mm. well, I've got diabetes, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, whatever. But I'm one of them people that, fuck, I'll, I'll worry about it when it happens. But the psychological issues from it, I can, I can get where you're coming from. Mm. Where I, but my thought process is, I, when it comes to what I eat, I don't really care. I say, because yeah. I am a really, really picky to myself. Mm. I mean, it's only been lately that I've started. It's only been lately that I've started eating chicken. Mm. I mean, I never fucking ate chicken until I was about thirty. Would never See, taste no, it. I can't do it because of the taste and texture as well. That also has a factor in it. So, if it doesn't feel right sensory wise in my in my mouth. Oh no, I totally get it. I'm um, not mince. That's why I had to I stop saying that mince. <laughs> I will not eat anything. I don't like mm. anything mincy. Like, like, like I'm, I don't like any like yeah. minced beef, minced lamb. I can't stand anything. I think fucking vile. Can't stand fish. The smell alone makes me want to go and puke. 
I can't really involve myself in this because I'm pretty much into anything. Hence, a lot of, <laughs> yeah, it explains a lot, but yeah. But yeah, that's the thing. As I say, I think mine's all, and when it comes to the body side, I think my weight gain is all because of what I eat and the so fact that nice. I stopped exercising. But when you look at pictures of you for when you were like 18, 19, in your early 20s to what you are now, you've lost a hell of a lot of weight and you look so much better now than what well, you did back then. I gave so, up chocolate and crisp. Surprisingly, I gave up chocolate and crisps for a whole year, maybe a bit oh, longer. I had one packet of crisps within a year, and I, I tortured myself because I had a packet. <laughs> um, lost three stone in weight, but then health started to get worse. Got diabetes, um, cholesterol, and lately. You know, I am starting to feel the health, you know, the effects of it the it's last few years. It's a bit fucked up, the body doing that to you, like, isn't it? It is, like, it is. I I've mean, done it. eating done all so that well. stuff, <laughs> eating all that stuff, it's like what, where the doctors say, oh, yeah, if you eat loads of chocolate, all the crap, loads of carbs and all that, you're going to get diabetes, you're going to have high blood pressure, you're going to have... You know, no, what no, is the other high cholesterol? And you give it all up, and then you get the fucking shite. <laughs> to be you fair. Might as well just, you might as well just fucking start kept on eating the fucking crisp and the chocolate, and you wouldn't have had all that problems. To be yeah. fair, mine, mine is hereditary, so it's, it is through the family, so it, it eventually at some point. But, like, even my, yeah. mentality, even my mentality was, like, I'm not going to be the one to get diabetes. That was my mentality. That's how I wasn't going to get it. I, I just put it down to God's got a sense of humour. You went through all <laughs> yeah. that, it's still shit on you from a dizzy eye. It is, because I'll tell you what, right, I went through, within that week of giving up chocolate and crisps, I was starving myself to the point where, like you said, hunger pains, but, like, these were, like, cramping, stabbing hunger pains. So I was trying to cut out all the snacks from in the middle of me main meals, and I don't have breakfast anyway. I've only just really started having like a protein shake for me breakfast to have something to go into work with. Yeah, healthy bastard, yeah. And I'll so put this up. Ben, it's going to be an influencer. Here's my protein I know, yeah. shake. Here's me with me caffeine and me smoking me hand. They went me fucking Went me galaxy arrow for me breakfast. <laughs> yeah. No, no, before it came on here, shake. before it came on here, I devoured half a galaxy. It's fine. I've counterbalanced. Fucking um, caramel digestives. I've just had a full fucking pack. <laughs> Not asked. So I can't feel bad. I'm someone that's just had like a piece of pork and salad. I've done. I've gone healthiest. But you know what? I can honestly say. I don't give a shit. I'm married. My husband has to take me if I'm fucking fat as guinea or what. <laughs> I mean, unless he divorces me and then I have to fucking get into shape to fucking, you know, bag another person. I don't have to give a flying shite. To be I'm fair, married. I he have has to put up with me. I do always joke that I'm not going to be the one carrying my coffin, so I don't care. <laughs> Ian. Well, it's all right. It won't be me. We'll just get a forklift in for you. <laughs> no, no but the thing is, I mean, as I say, I mean, on a serious note on this one, um, 
we do believe social media really yeah. has got it has it's like 90 percent to blame i mean the and, likes of i've got to try and bring this one in in a way but me and martin and bernard you're still kind of well you're not young but you're not getting that old i'm getting no, but the images it's not that important now, so it, it's kind of I, I, I say with more I can like you know just fuck off. I am what I am now, but I'm yeah. not at that yeah. age where you said it's aimed at anyway. So yeah, exactly. the younger people, like I feel sorry for. Exactly. Yeah, because like I'm kind of coming out of that demographic now. Because I'm what I like. I said I'm thirty this year. Hopefully we'll be also locked down so we can have a party. But <laughs> on the on another note, um, but like so you're basically fucked from here on in. I'm, I'm I'm I've passed my peak. I've passed my peak. You, you never had to be past it. You never had it. You know what though? It's what like it? soon as the gym's open. I mean, I do feel sorry for the younger generation. I mean, my youngest brother's thirty and he does suffer with body dysmorphia. And mm. as I say, I think he's got a lot of anxiety when it comes to his body he has mm. and you know he's probably one of the nicest people he's probably got one of the nicest souls on the planet i've ever met i know he's my brother and i have to big him up but as a general he's a lovely human being and he does suffer i mean he used to play for liverpool schoolboys and he broke his leg when he was like 13 and he went to about 24 stone he was fucking huge. And I think my daddy was very old school. No, you've got to try and be cruel to be kind. Mm. It was like, you're fat. You're fat. You need to go on a diet. You're fat. And he did. And I think no, that sort of hearing that mental abuse from what your body looked like. Yeah. It kind of emotionally scarred him. But I think... But it was, to, it was for a good cause, if you get me. Even though making me dad sound like a bit of a bastard, he wasn't in any way, shape, yeah. or form. Yeah. It, he was just trying to you know, help him to get to where he was. And do you know what? And off, my brother will even say he credits my dad for giving him that, you know, giving him that mentality, thinking, fuck, I'm getting chunky again. I need to do something about it. And he's proper hench. He goes to the gym and, you know, he's got these big, massive shoulders where I think, fuck me, I'd love to have that body. See, and I, I don't want to go with what he's gone through because I had the same growing up. Like it, not maybe not to that extent, but like no. I mean, I think well, I made I, I probably explained it wrong. We're like saying no, and, you know, yeah. But I get, but the, I get, get the idea. You get, of what you get the idea. Yeah, it was like you got to be cruel to be kind. Sometimes you get the message through. Because like I'd have people come up to me, grab my stomach, and be like, "Look at that! Look at that!" What where's that come from? Well, look at it, and it's just like it made you feel like shit. I think oh, look at fucking you. Just go. And who the fuck are you? Fucking God, get the fuck off, you That was family as well. The people who you would expect, you know, the support love, from. Yeah, and you know, it's what? kind of weird because we've been talking then about the social media and all that. People just around you, the normal people you see in the street, could be proper fucking yeah, dickheads. Yeah. And do you know what, though? I think that's probably where the emotional scars come from. It's Because if people on the street who you didn't know said something like that, you'd be like, okay, you'd be here for a few minutes, and you'd be like, fucking dickhead. But it's people who you love who are meant to be there yeah. to support you and, you know, give you that unconditional love, give you that support. 
and they're the ones doing it. They're the ones that scare you. Yeah. They're the ones yeah. that do scare you. Because you and listen you know, to them more. You do. And you know what? I think, should name and shame I'd be like, do you know what? If it was like such, like one of my aunties or uncles said that to me, I'd be like, now, I'd be like, oh, do you remember when I was a kid and you said this to me? You've made me feel like this. Going, you're a twat. Mm. And I just put it bluntly as I just go, no, if mm. I've made you feel like shit, just go, good, because you made me feel like shit for years. And I'm just letting you know how it feels. And show them, just turn it around on them. Yeah. Easy said be done. Pain. Yeah. Because I do think half the time people say what they like with no repercussions. Mm. Mm. Oh, true. Yeah. But that, that's me. I'm a bit of an ad bastard. I'll just fucking tell people I would say it. <laughs> and, and that's family, why we know, yeah. Family, friends, <laughs> you know what? Some people need shit. to fucking hear it as well. They do. Family and friends, if they don't like it, fuck them. Lump it. Yeah. You know, you're not, going, you're not setting out to intentionally hurt them. But if people are saying, you know, me and shit to you just for the fact, just go, well, turn it round on them and go, look at you, you fat cunt. Even if they're skinny and haven't got a mat on them, just go, do you know what? You're a fat cunt. I'm sure they've got their own body image thing going on. So turn it on them. I'm like the voice, you know, for voice of the average fat person. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of people sitting there looking at it going, go on, Martin. I know. You know, fat cunts. No, you're not really. This crusade. Cool. I know, but I do. I think, you know, if people are mean to you, you know, it's <clears> something <throat> that they don't like in themselves in nine times out of ten. So turn it back yeah. on them and just see how they fucking like you. Exactly. But I can understand, you know, when you were younger, you probably didn't have the confidence to be able to say that to anyone and you just like tuck it on the chin and gone. And it's different when you're younger, you don't feel like you can say oh, what you like to yeah, an adult. I- to be fair, I did used to start biking by, biking by, biking by, biking back, biking back, biking back, biking back. Try again. Put your see how it put goes. Put your teeth back in. Okay. <laughs> I'm not fucking <laughs> recording again. Get you so self sorted. <laughs> Biting back. Well, good. Oh, I can't you remember. Gonna, I don't know what I was going to say now. Me biking back is just. You were never going to be young again. When you were younger, you started biting back to the people who did insult you. Yeah, I would. I would go to the point of saying, "Well, it, it's not your body, is it anymore? Well, it's not your body to control anymore." So, you know, with the people who were around me, it's just like, "Well, my body, my choice." Yeah, go and what? To be fair, it wasn't my choice. Mentally, it wasn't my choice. I mean, can you remember the insult back in the day when everyone used to go, ah, you stink, they go, yeah, ma. That was the insult back in the day, <laughs> yeah, ma. That was the answer to everything, wasn't it? Yeah, ma. Yeah. Yeah, answer back, yeah, ma. Yeah. You stink, yeah, so yeah, ma. That was your answer <laughs> to everything. On that note, I'm going to draw it to a close, and we are going oh, to go on. Ian's lovely little segment. What has Ian. annoyed him this week? Go on, Ian. Give us a... I love it when you say that to me, Martin. <laughs> right. <laughs> My rant this week, it's, oh, it's headed towards 
fucking TV shows and films. I mean, it's annoys me all the remakes, the reboots. There's countless stories out there. Come up with new ideas. Why? Why is everything a reboot? Um, are, are you not fucking worried that you can't think for yourself? That's it. Get new ideas. Now, saying that, I'm going to kind of backtrack. If you do want to use an existing character and change it, fine. But don't use that character then to preach to me about your ideals and your... Try and think of the word for it. You know, I'll come back to that one, but choose the person that's able to do the show, not just because they tick certain demographic boxes. It it annoys me. I want to watch things to be entertained, not to be told how shit a person I am or how my past makes me an arsehole. I understand that past history can be awful, but I'm not taking the blame for shit that I wasn't involved in. I wasn't here. Then, yeah, some history is fucking awful, and that's the way, especially the way they treated people. But unfortunately, people can be dickheads. So, I mean, I learn, learn from, but learn from it and change the here and now. Not what's gone on has gone on. You can't alter that. Own up to it and move on. Concentrate on now and going forward. Then I don't really care what your fucking agenda is. If it, it doesn't fit in with me, stop preaching to me. Right, I want to come back. Don't, <laughs> don't like being on your own, do you? <laughs> I don't. And I kind of went a little bit weird on top of it because it does annoy me. It's it does frustrate me on that one that it, there's thousands of stories, there's millions of millions. Can you give stories. an example? Fuck off, you cunt! You just <laughs> 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 no. We just no, like to know what's like an example. Films that have been. Re I mean, what every year there's a film that's been rebooted from an older one. I mean, God awful! You had Ghostbusters. Which I wasn't a big fan of the original one, to be honest with you. And when they remade it, it's where they remake it, but they have an agenda. It was an all-female film. Do you know what? That, I enjoyed that film. And to be honest, it's, I don't understand how you want equality, but I want equality with a little bit more equality for me. See, I didn't quite get it's that. Actually, I mean, I get where you're coming from with that. It's an all-male film. So we want equality, but I suddenly want an all female film. Shouldn't it be with it all together and you have strong characters winning itself? See, they, they, I think they can't have done that with that film because I did enjoy that film. Where it was an all female cast, they did have Chris Hemsworth in it to be the sexy the man, the yeah. sexy yeah. female. Thing. So they kind of switched it, they did switch the roles with it. So, yeah. and to be fair, I mean, don't get wrong, I can't be bad at anything, can But then you get other films like, oh God, Harley Quinn, Beards of Prey. Now, never seen it. Oh, you're not missing much. It was nah. just basically preach, preach, preach. You're a man, you're shite. Preach, preach, preach. You're all evil. 
And it wasn't even, I don't care if I upset anybody on this one. It was a fucking shit film. Why do you think getting dicked by the Joker anyway? <laughs> you know what? I don't know. In that film, um, I think he dumped it. Ah, well, that's fine then. She fucking hates his balance because he got dumped. Well, I mean, it was. It, uh, the problem with films like them is that they're hitting a certain. They're going for a certain demographic and they're trying to preach, preach them. <clears throat> and to me, I want to watch a film, I want to be entertained by it. And for anything, I want to watch a film and get totally disassociated with what's going on around. For that two hours, two and a half hours, I want to sit there and be entertained by whatever the fantasy world I'm watching. I don't want to be preached to. If I want to watch that type of film, I suppose there's some out there for you. But not interested. Don't give a flying fuck. What your agenda is, no, just entertain me. And then you get, don't fucking get me started on Star Wars, because that's another bollocks that they got. Look, I'm getting tongue tied on everything. (laughs) I've never really been into Star Wars. Shall we call you to time? Before, (laughs) yeah, just. Before we get kicked off the air. Oh, fucking yeah. That nice, was a bit is... a rant where I've had to feel myself. Yeah. 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 I've censored myself. <clears throat> and I'm censoring myself. You need to just blah. Oh, God, no. On the certain, on them topics, I do need to censor myself because then it's like, look, look, I'll fucking shut up because you're still getting me going. You don't need to censor yourself. Just put a disclaimer at the beginning of the show. Say, <laughs> like, my opinions it, it, are my opinions. In my opinion. So if you don't like it, whatever. And listen, an opinion's like an asshole. Everyone's fucking got one. Whatever Ian says is his opinion. And if you don't like it, fuck off. Exactly. See, I wasn't going to put it. Thanks for watching. We We are going now. Uh, We will be back next Tuesday for episode three. Please join us and we hope you have a good week enjoy thank you very much good night